What's up, everyone? We're excited to bring you this week's edition of the Weekend Warriors podcast with your hosts, Kobe, Gunner, and Dominic, where we discuss a range of topics related to health, fitness, bodybuilding, and powerlifting, as well as a few other seemingly random topics that may pique our interest. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Weekend Warriors podcast. Uh, we're missing one co-host, but we're, we got myself, Gunner, and a new guest here, uh, Bradley Rondo Brooks. How y'all doing this week? Good, good. Already tired. Yeah, I felt that. <laughs> How you doing, man? Gunner? Doing pretty good. Hungry, but it's okay. It. I still gotta go work out. So it's gonna be. Yeah. How's y'all? I didn't go to the gym today. How was y'all's workout? I haven't done it yet. Oh shit! But it's gonna be good, bro. Do you still go super late? Yeah. Jeez. I've been here lately, anyway. Rondo, how? What'd you get today? Oh, push. Push. Sure. How'd it go? It was pretty good. I'm just getting back in routine. For- couple weeks ago I had a kind of a scare and almost went out at work really? my blood pressure was about 190 over 92 and so I was coming off some I guess an upper respiratory illness and then I took a bunch of cold and flu medicine plus I guess energy and stuff and plus the heat didn't help so I'm just now getting back and be able to lift heavy it's rough are you doing better though are you good now yeah, I'm good. I, it was just probably for a little bit, and I had really bad heartburn and kind of pain in my abdomen. I thought it was maybe like a hernia or something, but apparently it's not. I don't know what it was. But I, So I quit drinking pre-workout. I hadn't had any alcohol or anything. Just to be safe. <laughs> I got you. That's something you and Alvarez have in common. He thought he was dealing with a hernia. It turned out it was just... I don't even know some type of swelling he has. I couldn't even explain it. He, he could do a better job explaining it than me. But yeah, I'm glad yeah, you're doing better though. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so, uh, yo, you can hear it on my end. So I'm playing music right now, so they'll be able to hear it on the podcast. I got you. I'm gonna turn it down, actually. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, we have a new we have a new guest on. Bradley Brooks wanted to come pop in on an episode and see how it goes. Uh, I mean, shoot, I don't know what to talk about aside from just tell us. We've heard all of our stories about the gym. We know our backstory, why we started, how we're doing now, and everything. But let's get a little backstory on uh, you, man. I want to hear I want to hear your story. Well, in about, I'm trying to think of the year. I think it was 2018. I just decided I got tired of being too fat. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I got up to about 304 pounds and dropped down about 11 months to 182. And, but it wasn't the healthiest way I mean I didn't do anything bad or anything just wasn't really eating as much thought that was the way to lose weight and then being in the gym killing myself so I was kind of like a skinny fat when I got down that far so you also got into the mindset when you first started of like just going all in and just doing doing too much and not kind of knowing what you're doing as you go right kind of living and learning a lot of people fall into that same it of especially when you're like coming off of being like fat or whatever you feel like insecure with your body you just want to get that weight off as soon as possible is like about whatever it means it takes you're willing to eat a thousand calories a day and do three hours of cardio a day like that was the same level i was on back when i first started yeah mom was i was you know trying to do the whole keto thing at first Oh. And I was like, I can't have more than 25 carbs today. I'm like, oh I don't know how, how I did that and went to the gym. <laughs> so you did the whole keto thing too? Tried it. Tried it wasn't it. for me. How long that last? Uh, I probably did it for a couple months and then realized how fatigued I was in the gym all the time. And just life in general. 
Yeah, I think a keto diet definitely can go a long way if you're... It's not something sustainable, though. Like, it's something you shouldn't keep up for more than... More than a month, I would say. But, I mean, it's just different person for person. Because some people can do a keto lifestyle and just eat high fats and no carbs and maybe vegetables here and there. Fruits. But sticking to that while you're also having intense workouts and wanting to progress in the gym is like almost I don't want to say impossible because I'm sure somebody does it but it's, it's damn hard it's difficult as hell to not eat any carbs and make any progress in the gym yeah and then trying to be in the gym for two and a half mm. three hours thinking that's what you gotta do <laughs> yeah that man that entire process right there feeling like you have to be in the gym for like two three hours and then have to do feel like you have to do 45 or an hour and a half of cardio and then on top of that knowing you're not going to go home and eat anything to recover i have been down that path i was down that path for way too long when i first started so <laughs> gunner have you ever dealt with keto aside from like whenever uh the bodybuilding show is happening like the last week of that have you ever done keto not keto itself, but I mean, I've still been doing relatively close yeah, to carnivore here lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's, I meant to ask you about that. How's, how's that been going? It's not that, it's not really just, I mean, I'm just hungry a lot, really. But I get my calories in. I, if I, I think if I add vegetables, I'd probably not be as hungry as much. Because I'd be like, it'd be like, what, 30, 40 calories for a big bowl of lettuce. Yeah. Um... How many carbs, how many grams of carbs do you eat in a day? So, like, I still get carbs in, but it's it's usually, like, under 50, probably. Maybe 70-something at the most. That's crazy. Just because I've been eating a lot of cheese. It gets calories up. Cheese yeah. has a few carbs in it. Right, and so fruit. So, what what is your calorie, what are your calorie, what's your calorie intake at? 2,800 to 3,000. Okay. That's really good for you. Really low, yeah, I know it's really low for me. It's super easy to hit too. Bro, that'll Honestly. keep you that'll keep you lean and also I'm sure you're getting enough protein to kind of build some too, so And then some sometimes oh yeah, it's like three hundred and fifty grams of protein. But uh a lot of times I'll go over the protein because I'll eat like a steak if I go out to eat now I just get like steak and green beans. Yeah. Yeah. But like of course the steak usually I'll do it. Like eight, if I was gonna eat a meal, I'd do like eight to ten ounces of meat. But if I'm going out to eat, it's it's gonna be a sixteen ounce ribeye or something, yeah. Which I very rarely do. It's just like a lot of times I get tired of steak and eggs, so I just cook like an actual steak, change it up a little bit, replace the eggs with just more steak to get just get a bigger one. That's kind of what I've been on sort of the last couple weeks, like low carb. I only get my carbs after in the evening, like after I work out can kind of add some complex carbs with my protein so i eat like yep. potatoes and steak and like green beans for dinner or something that's what i plan on having tonight anyways at least but i like that type of diet it's like super clean simple like there's, it's not complex it's clean and you're also getting being able to hit your macros without having to worry about like yep. breaking your caloric bank i guess and, and and honestly, like as long as I stay under a hundred grams of carbs, like I don't even notice if I if I have them. Like no bloat. Uh, the weird. So a lot of I guess one thing that's completely different from what I've heard about carnivore is I, I stopped using the bathroom as much because I, I my get my educated guess is that like most of your protein breaks down through your kidneys and not through your colon. Yeah. If that's all you're eating, you're going to be pissing most of it out mm-hmm. instead of excreting it. So, like, when, when I hear people thinking, when people think, oh, you're eating all meat, you must use, have to use the bathroom all the time. It's like the exact opposite. It's like <laughs> once, maybe once every two days or once a day. Okay. It is so weird. You may, not, you may not shit much, but do you fart a lot? No. I mean, I did it first, but not right not anymore. Okay, okay. So that's like a phase you kind of grow out of when you're doing carnivore slash high protein. Yeah. Okay. I think it's because like at first my body just didn't know how to react, but now I'm I'm never bloated, so I don't really ever have. Yes. 
But now, if I eat like a, because I mean, I haven't stuck to it every single day. Uh, so if I like on the weekend, if we grill out or something, I eat like cheeseburgers, hot dogs, French fries, and stuff. Yeah. Then it's like it's like the exact opposite. It's like I don't know. Do I just start retaining water instantly? Mm. I start bloating instantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was about to say, I mean, with you being on that diet, I bet your I bet your physique itself is like super super dry, like thin skin. You're like muscles around and everything, especially if you're getting some carbs in there too. It's not too thin, just because I'm on like 15 milligrams of creatine a day. Okay, like an okay. excessive amount. I didn't know that. Just just to combat, just to combat, like not having so many carbs, be able to hold water. I was already taking more creatine to kind of even it out a little more. So you're like seriously in a in a lean bulk slash lean main main gain tanning phase right now? Is that what you would say? Since I started it, I'll be honest, I I don't think I've gained that much muscle, but my strength and stuff has, has still been going up. Okay. I just I I think I'm like 183 right now. Before. So I don't think I've lost muscle, but I don't think I've just really packed it on either. Any given more time, you stick to it for a while. You'll definitely see, especially if you're eating that much protein. Like you'll you'll definitely see some gains. Oh yeah, but I mean, I gotta start training more four, four times a week. Is isn't really gonna do it either. So I mean, I gotta I gotta get figure out a schedule where I can get back going five or six times a week. Okay, that has just because me- four, it's hard with. Not go ahead. That has me wanting to ask you, like, since you're doing all this right now, what what is your plans for this time next year? Like, what are you kind of building up to? I'm just this is literally just like a experiment, okay. if anything. Okay. I mean, I love I, I love carbs. I mean, I was eating like 400 a day, 400 grams a day at one point. Do you, you don't but, have like any particular goal? Like, it's just kind of just chilling right now, just experimenting with different things. I mean, I have goals, but it's not really, right now, it's not phys- physical goals. Yeah, okay. I do want to compete again. Like, I definitely want to compete again, but I've, I mean, I've got plenty of, plenty of time for that. Versus, like, right now, i got a lot of mental goals. I think like, the competing like goals, I, I guess you would say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I definitely want to do it. If, if we, like, if we was like, yo, we're doing this exact show, this date, then I would literally start off-season mode and start eating like 3,500 calories a day again. <laughs> start heavy lifting. Bro, I'm so excited. Where you download those out. <laughs> Bro, I'm so excited to get there to that point to where we are like serious about the competition. Not saying I'm not serious about my goals now because I am, but I'm ready for the prep phase. I miss it so much. And like how... It's kind of restrictive and very strict, and it feels like you're part of like a yep. you have to be like a Buddhist monk or something living in a temple in like Southeast Asia. But it's a nice feeling of like, okay, you have to follow this every single day to a T to get the perfect results. Right. Yep. <laughs> like serious, if we like, if we was all like, yeah, we're gonna do total body 2024, then I, I would literally go to the grocery store tonight, buy all the jasmine rice. All the canned chicken. I mean, I just start prepping right away. I mean, my, that's my plan entirely. To compete next year. 2024. Yeah. I would love okay. to. But that makes me want to ask. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Rhonda, what's your plans for, for the future? What's your goals? Well, right now, I'm just trying to stack on some size and mass in a good way. Not just dirty. I got you. Like, like I used to be. So what's your diet look like? Well, right now, um, I ain't got my macros exacted out right now, but I kind of have a roundabout because I've been doing it so long now. I kind of know what to eat, how much to eat of it. So I'm just trying to take in probably 250, 300 grams of protein a day, trying to hit about 300 carbs and trying to keep my fats under 100. Got you. Got you. That's, that's definitely conducive of some gains for sure. How hard do you I'm get, just gonna get out. That's the thing is I've I've been I made my own little workout, but I've got to get out of thinking more, thinking more 
is better when less is more when you're lifting heavier. Mm. I agree. Well, we could so have yeah, a, we could have an entire Mike Mincer talk right now talking about intensity versus uh uh what's the word reps or volume intensity versus volume which is his entire thing he preaches about right but yeah it's real it's uh having an intense short workout is just as conducive in my opinion to gains as high volume workout over several period period of days where if you can have one good chest day, leg day, back day, a week, and it gets you to the point of your muscles are completely taxed, that's just as good as uh, high volume. And I love being in the gym, but after I get off work, I want to get get in there and get out. Right, <laughs> I totally understand that. You saying that is like, that is the reason I do not talk. I don't talk in the gym. Like people probably think I'm an asshole or something when I go in there and I just like put my headphones in, head down. And I'm just working out, and my I'll have friends in there working out and stuff. But it's like it has nothing to do with that. Like I'm just off. I got off work and I'm ready to go home. Let me get in there, get my workout done, and I'm leaving. <laughs> don't, don't come up and be in my ear. Yeah. I think we all relate on that level at the very least. Oh yeah, that's like the big the biggest difference from working out at Crunch and Fitness Factory is forty five minutes. Like <laughs> I can go in if I go to the gym by myself, I can work out, do cardio, and get in the sauna in an hour and a half and be done. If I go to Fitness Factory, I'm guaranteed to be there for at least two hours. Bro. Like at least, uh. especially on Saturday, everybody's up in there on Saturday morning. But uh, at least I like to talk to anyway. Best. But when I'm at Fitness Factory, it's a little different because I don't get to I don't get to go there much anymore. So I do like to spend a little time there. Sometimes I don't mind. I don't mind talking to people. Sometimes like it's not that big of a deal if work was chill or whatever. But like if I had a busy day at work or I'm like stressed out in life period or something, I don't want to yeah. sit there and talk to somebody at the gym while I have shit to take care of. That's just me though. Some people are different. But that makes me want to ask you guys, what is y'all's biggest pet peeve as far as the gym goes? Give me an itemized I, list. I, I could give you a book. Bro, go, <laughs> ahead and, go ahead and drop that on me. Drop your book on me. Well, I think my, well, I wrote some down just so I wouldn't forget them. But I think one of my least, or I guess my highest order of pet peeve would be People who always think they have to slam the weights, mm. regardless of what they're doing. <laughs> what about just being loud in general? I don't like I don't like people being loud in the gym in general. Like yelling and grunting when you're lift, especially if it's like pussy weight. Like, dude, do, do not <laughs> grunt and yell over deadlifting 315 pounds, man. Like, at least work your way up to like 500 before you're starting to make any noise. Maybe six, maybe six. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't like the loud noises, loud slamming weights, dropping plates, and all that. Where I used to be, like into that, like throwing the barbell back when you're done bench pressing, or dropping the, dropping the uh, deadlift at the top, or yelling and grunting when you're squatting or whatever. I was totally into that, but as I've gotten older, I have slowly, slowly fallen out of that, that right there. And I think it's a little different if it's like if you're lifting real heavy, like close to your max and it, you know, you kind of just have to drop it because you can't lift it or whatever. Yeah. That's a little understandable. But when it's every exercise, every set, even when you're on cables and you're going to end up breaking the plates. Yeah. At that point, you're trying to put on a show and get some attention. Like, that's all that, that's all that is, in my opinion. Just trying to put right. on a show. And I guess that goes with one of my other ones, and that's ego lifters. <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know if i see that many ego lifters in our gym i don't it's the hat the half rep people oh, okay 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 i got you i got you i got you i got you like oh, way too much weight and barely moving it yeah. instead of full range of motion uh-huh. i don't i still don't know there's not that many i mean we go at different times kind of you're a little there a little earlier than me usually 
so you might see things differently. But I don't, I'm trying to think of who I see, who I can picture right now, like, doing that. But if I did see that, like, I would absolutely have a problem with it. Like, no doubt. Like, that would be like, bro, if you don't sit that heavy-ass weight down and do something more appropriate. You're just hurting yourself more than anything. Like, stuff like that makes me want to go over there and sun somebody so bad. <laughs> but look here, man. This is not for you. I don't think it's as bad as it used to be. I think it's gotten a whole lot better with people. Like, I don't see it as much anymore. But, like, I used to see it. It'd be big old guys, but doing half reps. Like, dude, you could probably bench triple my weight, and you've got 225 on there, and you're it's going two inches down and two inches back up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask both of y'all. Do y'all remember the, the old dude that used to wear, he wore blue jeans and a gray tank top yep. feeder? And he always wore gloves too. And he always yeah. would tell stories about how he used to bench press so much weight before he tore his rotator cuff or his shoulder or something. You know the guy I'm talking about? Yeah, that dude was, was never not leaving work. It's like, I just, every time I met him, he's like, I just left work. I was like, yeah, okay. Did he always wear boots that had mud on them? Yes, yes. He'd wear and boots. he always wore the same black Under Armour baseball cap. Oh, he really did. God, dude, he was, he was something else. Uh, he would always, he is the prime example of somebody that I'm thinking of when you say ego lift. He would get on the uh, Smith machine and throw on like four, three or four plates on there on like bench press. But he has to have somebody spot him while he's doing it. And he's not doing any full range of motion. He's going down about... I'd say about three inches above his chest he'll go down to, and then he presses all the way back up and goes down about three inches above his chest. It's like, dude, you're not doing anything but making yourself feel good. That's it. Like, you're not doing any work at all. Getting no stretch in that lower half of the rope. And not, hold on, the, uh, was, who's the dude that used to squat so much? Gunner, the asshole guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah red face. Red face. Bro, always like pissed off. I mean, he'd go in there and squat like 600 pounds, and one day he got me over there to spot him. And I was like, bro, if this guy like falls backwards with this weight, I'm just gonna let him, I'm just gonna let him die, bro. I'm not, I'm not gonna try to save this guy. So that type of shit just doesn't, I don't know, he doesn't make sense. For, for that guy to have, I don't know if you ever met his son, his uh, autistic son, he's like the nicest kid ever. I'm like, no, nah, that's not that dude's kid. Dude, no way. You remember that competition? Uh, the body, not the bodybuilding, the lifting competition uh, Fitness Factory had a few yeah. years ago. I do. So whenever that, whenever his son was uh, maxing out in a squat, I was going. I was like trying to put some weights up or put weights on or something. I was moving around some some weights. And I walked beside the guy, and this before I'd like lost the rest of my weight, so I wasn't like thinner. Bro, I accidentally I bumped his barbell while he was on his path down in a squat and almost knocked him over. Bro, everybody looked at me like they're about to like shoot me. I've never feared for my life so much. And at that point, when I almost knocked the kid off his uh, his squat path during a competition, I was like, yeah. Did you get it? Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> he actually got the he got the rep, but I felt so. Yeah, that's bad the strongest. That day was the strongest I've ever been in my life. I I, I outperformed there that I did better that than I did two months later at the USAPL meet. Granted, the rules were a lot more strict, but still, lifted way more at the fitness factory one. That'd be awesome if if. Uh... If Chris would do that again, like have another lifting competition. I, think I don't know if I'd enter it because old me would destroy me now. So I think I'd just walk. I come support though. I wouldn't enter it, but I'd definitely like be like, I'd definitely help him host it for sure. Like I, I would, I don't know, yeah. help him do something with it. I love the idea of that, getting, getting more of a community and people involved into the the gym there and I think everybody that did it then loved it honestly so I don't see any reason to not right, maybe that's what we should do grand opening of the new building that would be dope 
first day everybody goes in there is just maxed out. Bro, that would be dope. We should. I'll, I, I, we should. I'll bring that up to Chris next time I see him. But Chris, hey, uh, grand open. At least <laughs> we we de they definitely need to do like a party or something at at the gym. Oh, yeah, some type of lifting, lifting party. Lifting party. Everybody shows up and just maxes out on bench. But yeah, it's all. I mean, perfect day. Perfect leg day. <laughs> perfect leg day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That is a perfect leg day. Uh, you said, uh, Rondo, you have any more pet peeves in the gym as far as that goes? Oh. Trying to see here. Well, I don't like overcrowding when somebody's waiting, like they want to use a machine you're on, they just kind of like stand right beside you and kind of stare awkwardly. Yeah, just kind of stand around twiddling their thumbs, not really, not doing anything, not saying anything. But y'all kind of like side-eye each other every few seconds or so. Like you can feel, feel them staring yeah. at you? Yeah. <laughs> no, speaking of crowding, I hate crowded gyms. I think everybody can attest to that. Nobody likes a crowded gym. Going into the gym at, I don't know, whatever, four o'clock at Fitness Factory is the worst. Not Especially when there's not that many machines. You know, you don't have multiples of machines like other bigger places have. Yeah, there's not as many machines to go around with 20 people in there and there's no parking space there's like and when if you have that gym packed you can maybe fit what 10 or 12 cars in the parking lot something like that yeah. not many at all and if you see that you drive by there it's like no bro you might as well call it off you're not gonna have a good workout you're gonna have too many people around you not gonna be able to focus so might as well wait an hour or two at least that's my thought process. I can't stand that shit. Speaking of not having many machines, I went to Mood Enhancers for a couple of months because it was a little cheaper. And there would be this couple that came in and we didn't make fun of them or anything because I mean, they were in there, but they would literally come in there and get on the cables and stay on the cables their whole workout for an hour. And there was one set of cables. <laughs> and that would drive me insane. <laughs> are they just doing one set of workouts on the cables or are they hitting like full body on the cables or what? Well, they, it was kind of like a mixture of both. Like, I don't know if they really knew what they were doing, but they did kind of know what they were doing. And like they would do, they would do exercises and you knew what they were trying to do. If they were doing it totally wrong. Yeah. And it was just, and like if you ever asked, they'd be like, oh, we're still on it. It's like, well, you know, there's one set. We don't mind working in if you don't care. Yeah, so they didn't they didn't know what they're doing, but they knew they were there for something. Right. <laughs> and the same guy, I guess I think he was a preacher. And like they didn't have music there, so like the woman, Misty, let us bring our speaker and you know, just play our music out loud. Of course you ain't gonna be playing happy go lucky Christian stuff in a gym, you know, some rock or whatever. And I think it said some words or something. And I would have turned it, you know, if you'd have asked me to. But he's but he came up to me and more of like, uh, you gotta turn that, you gotta show a little respect. <laughs> and we make fun of ourselves all the time about that. But it's like I, I had three thoughts about that. Like first of all, we pay the same membership. I don't think you're allowed to tell me what I can and can't do when the owner has. Second thing, we're in a public gym. You know, this is this is not a place for stuff like that. Like this is gonna be loud. It's gonna be music like this. You know, you can't really control what goes on with that. And third of all, you could have just approached me and we could have could have asked me man to man about yeah, no no problem. But it's, when you go about it that way, it irritates me. So was it like the owner, or was it just like a someone that just goes there? No, it was the same people that used the cables. Oh my! Bro, I would have told him to get out of my face. <laughs> And he'd, wear <laughs> and he'd wear sweatpants every day and he sweat more than you I've ever seen and be all over the machines wouldn't wipe them off and that's Wop another ass and all. <laughs> that's another pet peeve <laughs> leaving excessive sweat <laughs> hey, I'm guilty of that I can't lie I, I mean I'm guilty of that <laughs> like 
like a little sweat don't bother me, but I just don't like like laying in sweat. Like it, yeah, yeah. most people, you know, you'll attempt to wipe it off. You may not get it all, you know, but when it's literally like a pool, like you could probably drink it out of with a straw. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> think about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's crazy. Nah, I think sweaty machine is also. I don't know if I'd call it a pet peeve because it doesn't like. It doesn't make me mad. It just grosses me out. Like, if I see somebody that just used with that blue bench in there, and I'm just gonna call his ass out, Bryson Strickland. <laughs> that motherfucker goes in there and starts dumbbell pressing those 90 pound dumbbells, gets stuff, and leaves a puddle of sweat on that blue bench, bro. Might have to have a word with him. Might have to have some type of word with him. They cannot just let that shit slide. Yeah, summertime's back. It's way too hot in there during the summer. You get people like me and him who sweats so much. Like, no matter what we wear, like we just sweat a lot when we work out. I don't know <laughs> what it is, but our skin doesn't breathe well. And we just stand up. I'll stand up from doing, like, I don't know, lat pull-downs or something. I look down, bro, there's a snail trail. <laughs> there's a whole snail trail there. Like, damn, I gotta clean that shit up. First time I ever met Kobe, he was in a gray hoodie. Then when I left, he was in a black hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I probably double up on hoodies back then. Just a sweat. You had that old, that old Alabama gray hoodie. I still have that hoodie, and I still have that uh, dark gray hoodie that I used to wear both in the gym. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, crap. I was going to say something, but I can't remember what I was going to say. Kobe, what are your pet peeves? Oh, dude, I haven't thought about it. I don't get mad that easily. It's hard to... I can, I can talk about things that irritate me. Uh, leaving leaving your weights on the right, especially if it's a lot of weight. If you have like four plates on a barbell, take that shit off. Like, nobody wants to have to work out taking your weight off of a machine that you use on a weight that you couldn't even get so you just left it there because you're pissed off and mad that you couldn't pick it up so take that shit off and put it up I hate that so much <laughs> that leave better. weights on that's better than well, what about, in what about those leg press <laughs> well, what about those honeycomb weights where you got like a 5 and then you have a 25 and then a 10 and then a 35, and it's just on a peg on the side of the bench. <laughs> Looks like a honeycomb, bro. Right. I hate that too. That's pretty awful. I think Rondo well, got a great one. The whole having you got a 27, 45 pound plates on a damn leg press, bro. No, no, I don't get that. Especially the white one, like the vertical leg oh, press, yeah. because. It's hard to get in that corner and pull those 45-pound plates off because there's no room over there. Okay, I have a question. Do you, whenever y'all guys take y'all's plates off the machine, do y'all kind of, like, scale scale how much weight you take off? Like, if I have three plates on something, like, uh, let's say a squat, if I'm squatting 315 for whatever, working sets, I'll take two plates off but leave one plate on for, like, courtesy purposes for the next person. Because usually the next person that hops on that is going to at least start out with like 135. I do that just out of like feeling like I'm trying to be courteous to the next person coming up. That makes sense. I don't know if y'all do that, but I do that. Yeah, it just depends on the machine and stuff. Maybe like most of them, I might leave a 40, like leg press, I might leave two on each side. Yeah. Because yeah. most people are going to do that. But, you know, so I guess some people can't. They'll have. A 10, 225, a 45, and another 10, going for honeycomb weights, but it'd be on the machine. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, that honeycomb weights is never, it's never fun to look at. I know that much. But it's always there. It's always there. It's never fun to look at. Hell, oh, even see. on the freaking, the actual, like the actual plate rack, they will be out of order and on top of each other. Oh, yeah. I was about to, I was it's about like, to say, you obviously yeah. know. It goes 45, 35, 25. Like, did you fail math? 
<laughs> in school. Simple math. Honestly, considering where we live, yeah, probably. That's like the the whole dumbbells. You know, somebody I don't know who it was. Maybe Chris put them all in order, and they're already all back out of order again. Like you can't even just put them right back where you got them. <laughs> Bro, I don't know if it's Chris or not, but I know Dominic did that one time. Like him and somebody else uh, rearranged the entire dumbbell set and made it five, ten, fifteen, twenty in that ascending order. And I shit you not, less than two weeks later, it's all disorganized. <laughs> Bro, I was so pissed off. I was like, there's no way this man really spent like an hour of a half, hour and a half of his life trying to organize something that does not affect him at all. And <laughs> people come in after him and just ruin it. Sleeve I weights think- on the floor and don't put 45s with 85s and 25s with... Two and a half, like. Yeah, I remember one day I did a leg day. I did a whole leg day, and I spent an hour picking up. I picked up all the plates and organized them and stuff. Next day, they were all off again. Mm-hmm. I was like wasting my time, breaking my back. <laughs> Bro, it's so hard for me to commit to something like that in the gym, like clean up and trying to organize and sort stuff, because I know. It's gonna end up end up back where it was the next two days or so. Like forty eight hours, and you'll have plenty of sixteen year olds in there that don't give a shit, <clears throat> just destroying everything you did. Right. <clears throat> That's like one of the best parts about Fitness Factory. You get to go on a scavenger hunt for the stuff you need every time you go. Speaking of pet peeves, that's another one. Having the scavenger hunt for because weights aren't missing. Especially the two and a half, dude. Sometimes we have ten of them, and sometimes we have like one. When you need a two and a half because you're going for a PR on something, you're like, yeah, let me let me just try like four of four ten on on squats because I got four or five on there. So let me let me go look for some two and a halves. You go look for the two and a halves. Any other time they'd be there. Like if I'm wanting to, if I'm wanting to like preacher curl, like. Extra weight or something, the two and a half will be there. But as soon as I need them for like a heavy PR, no, nah, they're never to be seen. Never to be seen. Or you will find them and they'll be behind six 45 pound plates. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty, pretty bad honeycomb. <laughs> and you can't find them because they're so small. You're like, I don't see them. They're not over here. <laughs> That might be the problem, honestly. They're so small that they're just hidden from sight at all times. Need some of those those rubber weights, like the I guess like the Olympic style ones, but a two and a half. But we need the size of a forty-five. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say you still make that thing the size at least like the diameter of a forty-five. Or just change the color on it, make it a different color design. <laughs> if you had one of those, it'd be the size of like a, a massive CD disc. <laughs> or like a what's it called? A record, not a recorder, but a uh, a vinyl CD, something like that. That's what it looked like. Now, what's some of your pet peeves, Gunner? Uh, when you when you get a locker and you put your stuff in there, and then all your stuff disappears whenever you come back to to the gym. That's based on a true story. I believe it. Was yeah, almost. I mean, it's. I think it's there. I just think it's not in the locker. Uh, the single, the single arm ropes are mine. The V bar with the rubber on it is yep. mine. Two of the ropes are mine. It, I, I gave them to the gym, so really, I can't can't be like, yo, those are mine. But I did buy them. They're just donated now, I guess. I will say your single arm ropes are still in good use and your B-bar, I still use it every tricep day. So that's still in there. I used it yesterday. But as far as your locker stuff, I don't know, bro. Somebody may have come and jacked that shit. You just had that sitting down there. Last time I checked, you had everything in there. Well, uh... Knee sleeves, your little ab crunch thing. Elevation. No, I, I use that thing every morning. Oh, you have it with you? Yeah, it's at my, my apartment now. 
I do 50 push-ups, sit-ups, and squats every morning. Like, first thing I do when I wake up. Does it benefit me at all? Probably not. But at least it gives me some form of a routine. That's the biggest part about any of it, honestly. Yo, Rondo, I want to ask you before, before the podcast ends, would you ever consider competing? Possibly if I get if I can get myself more comfortable, I guess, in the gym and more consistent. What do you mean? Like, you, what do you mean? I thought you was about to get comfortable in your underwear, dude. Because I'm <laughs> talking about, so you're going to have yeah. to do that. Yeah, I've already heard y'all stories about Gunner going in there. <laughs> <laughs> How does he even know about that? Oh, yeah, I guess I did. It was on the podcast. On the pod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just there's some stuff that's hard for me to do because I hurt my back twice in the same place within a couple of years, and my deadlifting's hard for me. I can't back squat anymore. I can hack squat like nothing. I mean, goblet squat, any of that, I just can't back squat. Yeah. So it's hard for me to do like the, all the compound lifts. I mean, I basically can do bench press. I can do rack pulls, but deadlifts are just a little tough when it goes really heavy because of that certain spot in my back. As far as like bodybuilding and like building a building a a good physique goes, like you don't need compounds really. Like you can do them, and you probably should at least have your foundation start with compounds. But once you've had your foundation set and solidified, you can then move on to machines and oh strictly machines like you Phil Heath well I know he's a genetic freak but that man is mostly machine work like he'll do upwards like 10 sets of like I don't know inclined chest press and that'll be his chest day and he's one of the greatest Mr. Olympias of all time so I think you can still build a crazy physique up the like regardless of deadlift or bench press or barbell squat yeah and i guess nutrition wise too i mean like i said i i used to do macro like i had it all calculated i went by it, scanned everything and then it's like after a little while you get burnt out of doing that i need if i get more consistent at that too mm-hmm. and staying sticking with it that'd be really cool i'd like to uh I don't know. I would just like to see everybody, everybody that like takes it seriously in Fitness Factory. I would love to see them compete. Like, and the thing is, I don't. It doesn't have to be serious. Like having to cut down to less than ten percent body fat, man. That's so. That's so not unattainable. But that's so unhealthy to do to yourself to get that low body fat percentage. To have to restrict your diet that much, where you're crashing your own hormone levels and. You feel like ass. I think mean, it would be super dope to see a lot of the people in the gym compete in, in shows. Or some local little exhibition competition or something would be really fun. Start with Chris's new building. Hell yeah. Start from there. <laughs> Have a bodybuilding show and a, and a powerlifting show all on the same day. That'd be awesome, man. I'd love to see that. Let me find. So usually we end most podcasts with like some ridiculous, absurd question. I don't know if you ever listen that long. Yeah, I hear all of them. And they usually, <laughs> that's when I start laughing the most. Kind of like when y'all were talking about the slogan for Big Star in this last episode. All right, <laughs> <laughs> you might be our process, but you can't beat our meat. I'll be at work just LOL and literally. Well, I'm glad somebody finds this stuff funny. Somebody does. I, I think Dominic's well, I find, I find everything. <laughs> I find everything funny. Hold on. I gotta, I oh, do, we, do we have a good question? I don't have any. I usually have some written down in my notes, but I don't have anything this week. I did. We can do last week's. Ask Rondo. Uh, a dick as big as your nose, or nose as big as your dick. Oh, God. 
<laughs> oh man. Uh, when you answer this, you've been indoctrinated to the Weekend Warriors. Okay, repeat it again. Would you rather your dick be as big as your nose, or your nose be as big as your dick? Hmm, dick as big as my nose. Okay. I want one of big old, big old nose flopping around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's another Bear. one that I have written down. Should voting be a right in America? I asked that one last week too. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I believe so. I think people will take it more seriously. And not just me me and guys talk about it at work is you know, I don't I hate politics, can't send them. But if you know they're just gonna tell you, you know, tell you what you wanna hear and instead of you doing your own research, you're only gonna vote for them because somebody told you to instead of you voting because it's your decision. If that makes sense. I agree. But I think if I showed you a specific video we watched last week, your mind might change. Not saying it should change. Or that not voting being right is a... Voting not being a right in America is a good thing. But when you can see the people that have the same voting power as yourself, it's kind of scary to think of. Oh yeah, the, the whole trivia on the beach thing? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that's like my generation, I would call them. At least, at least Gunner's generation right there. Like a, a five year my generation. generation. <clears throat> you consider yourself a part of that? I hate generation? everything about being a millennial, dude. <laughs> Wait, so you're a manil- millennial? I was like one of the last years, yeah. Well, Rhonda, where are you? Then it's Gen, then it's I Gen Z. A, I guess a millennial. I just turned twenty-eight. Okay, you're older. Yeah, you are. I think it's I think it's like thirty-five to twenty right now, like that age demographic. Damn, so I'm a millennial. You are a millennial. Damn, that's lame. <laughs> right, it's lame. What's the newest one? Gen X or whatever. Next. That sounds like a Pokemon. Yeah, I think it's Skynet. Degeneration X. Degeneration X. That's the best generation. <laughs> it really is. Hopefully, they'll take some lessons from them. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Here, we, we, this is kind of positive. It's not weird. What's something you're proud of, but you never have an excuse to talk about? Gunner, I'll let my, you go first. My, my paper origami skills. Are you serious? That nobody knows I have. Dude, yeah, I'm like, I can make some of the freaking best airplanes. I can make a bird. I can make a water bomb. Make a ninja star. Uh, different kinds of birds. Lots of birds, actually. A lot of it is birds. Lots of birds. Um, lots of birds. Lots of birds. <laughs> yeah, just about anything with paper, dude, I can make. Uh, I don't know. It's like a, it's like just a little side hobby of mine. When I get bored at work. Bro, I never knew that that she could like do origami like that. That's pretty cool. I can perfectly cut a sheet of paper without using scissors. Just you, using my fingernail. Well, use your fingernail. Hold it in half. And rub your. You gotta scrape both sides like as much as you can. Yeah. With your fingernail. And then you can just split it right down the middle. It's, yeah. it's actually a cleaner cut than scissors. Okay, so Gunner has some hidden origami skill that we never knew about. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Rondo, what's something? What's something you're proud of that you never get to talk about? Uh, uh I'm really good with numbers, like math, <laughs> like in my head. So, like multiplication. Kinda. I mean, I probably put me on the spot. I probably would blow it out of the water, but okay, like okay. usually, <laughs> we'll, we'll just warm you up real quick. We'll warm you up. What's two times two? Four. Five times eight. Forty. Okay. Twelve times twelve. One one forty four. Okay. Fifteen times fifteen. That's a hard one. <laughs> See, like that. It, 
I mean, <laughs> the way I break it down, though, like in my head, like I never used to calculate in school. Like I would do 15 times 10 is 150. Cut that in half, that's 75. That's 225. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I see what you're doing. I like that. I like that. So, okay, let's go. Let's go one more level high. Let's do 20 times 20 times 24. Uh, 4,000 or 4,800 or 480. Be 480. No, <laughs> see, I told you, <laughs> put me on the spot. 24. Uh, you're times right. You're 20. right. It's 480. You're right. Because, because I just did do 24 times two, add the zero. Yeah, be 480. Okay. Okay. One more. Okay. 56 times 72. Dang. In your head. In your head. No calculator. If you get it wrong, it's not a big deal. I just want to see if you can do it. 56. So 56 times 72? Yes. All right, hold on. Let's see here. I, I can hear you pull out that calculator if you do it. 12. I don't know the exact number, but I think it's right over 4,000. There you go. 4,032. I thought it would end in a 2, thinking of 12, but I didn't know for sure. That's pretty, that's pretty good, the way you break down math in your head. That's pretty cool. And like those numbers are harder because they're not, it's not an even, uh, easily number that you can put into other numbers. Yeah, that's pretty good. Because they're odd numbers. They're very odd numbers, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, here's another good one. What's some conspiracy theories you believe? That 9-11 was an inside job. I knew somebody was gonna, one of y'all was gonna say that. <laughs> I knew one of y'all was gonna say that. I thought it was gonna be Gunner, I'll be honest. I didn't <laughs> know it was gonna be you. Uh, I don't believe in any conspiracy theories, it's all true. <laughs> okay, what's the truest? Uh, oh, oh, the chemicals in the water that turn frogs gay. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> but it's, it's actually it's true. true. Uh, uh, oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. The moon landing was faked. Wait, so you think they had like a whole setup for it? Like a studio? I think they shot it on site. And I'm guessing you think they did it to like make them look like they won the space Keep race? The yeah. Yep. Makes sense. I've always wondered if that's the case or not. If that's what they did about it. I mean, that's what I would do if I was, or if I'm the U.S. government and I'm in some type of technological race with another country to prove my superiority, bro, I'll fake the hell out of that just to make them think. What do y'all think about the last week when the government came out and said that there really is unidentified flying objects in the sky that they can't explain? Didn't they also say so, the pilots or whatever aren't human or aren't of human origin? Something like that. They pretty much confirmed aliens exist. That or they're trying to distract us from something bigger that's going on. I think it's it's either... Okay, so the funniest thing about it was is that nobody reacted at all. Like, nobody... Like, okay, what I've always said about aliens is even if the government came out and said aliens exist, they live among us right now, what does that change about anything? How does that affect people? Would probably start denying it just because the government came out. Exactly. There you go. At at the very most, I think they'd push back against it and be like, "No, you're lying." Like the government lies all the time. So it's like you have this huge information being dumped on you now after years and years of people wanting to know whether aliens are real or not. We finally kind of get some confirmation towards it, but nobody gives a shit because like it doesn't matter either way. Like, what can we do about it? Like, if aliens are real, and flying objects just are in the sky, all willy-nilly, I mean, what can we do about that? They just, they're just up there. Yeah, what about the girl that says she's seen the lizard man on the plane? Oh, dude, that video's a trip. For all the <laughs> wrong reasons. I, I think she was, like, crazy. Honestly, I think she's just tripping. Yeah, she seemed like she was, like, drunk somewhat. And if you get a... If you got a drunk person cooped up on a plane sitting beside the wrong person in a 
in a toilet paper roll that has wings. <laughs> no, you can you end up in some bad situations. Well, that was hilarious. So watching her be like, "That man, he that man is not real. He's not real." Just going off like lady chill out everybody just wants to get get to their destination just like you do but it's ironic that that happened and then all of a sudden they come out and say aliens are real oh so you, do you believe there's some connection there or something i i don't know i don't keep up with it enough just i just just ironic though so do you believe in aliens i mean i guess there could be i mean we're here so why couldn't there be something somewhere else? I mean, like, considering how vast, how, like, absurdly vast the universe is and how many different galaxies and star systems and stuff there are out there in the universe, there's no way we are the only life in the universe on this planet. There's no way. There has to be something else with, like, I don't know, some form of intelligence out there. Even if it's like simple intelligence, like an amoeba, that's still that's still something. I just think they see what, what's going on on the Earth, and they're just like, we don't want to deal with those idiots. Ooh, too many just, problems. Let them destroy themselves. <laughs> we'll skip over them. Let's go somewhere else. I mean, if I was an alien, that's what I would do. Like screw those human people, the weird, funny-looking, brown, peach-colored people. Oh, screw that. No way. No, aliens aliens probably look at us like we look at ants. Yeah. They laugh and point. <laughs> look at them. Every now and then they'll do something, they're like, oh, yep, sign of God. And they oh. bounce. <laughs> oh, they haven't destroyed themselves yet. They're still kicking. It's like giving a giving an anthill a couple drops of water. And they're like, oh my gosh, it's God. <laughs> 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 bro the other day well, i was looking up so you know how it was storming really bad like saturday night yeah so i go outside i'm taking my dog out it's like 11 o'clock at night storm's kind of been over for like the last hour or so hour or two and i look over to like i don't know that's probably like the north west maybe something like that northeast Look over in that direction, dude. There's the most massive thunderclouds I've ever seen in my life. Like, like stacked on top of each other. And this is probably like hundreds of miles away, but the actual storm itself was so big, you could see like blue and yellow flashes of lightning inside the clouds. It looks so sick. But I was like, what if out of nowhere? Now I was kind of tripping at the time. Like, you know, I, I blazed a little bit before all this, so. I was like, what if you see this massive hand just like come out of nowhere out of the clouds or something and just like grab something and just picked it back up and it was gone. Like Cthulhu? Yeah, I was about to say, just like damn Cthulhu, bro. Bro, I would have I would have I would have been calm, acted like I never saw anything, went back inside, went about my business, bro. That's not my business. I think that's the only thing you can do. <clears throat> And just never go outside during thunderstorms ever again. Okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Okay. We're an hour and 11 minutes into the podcast, so... I'm going to ask this one last question and we can end it after that. So, you come across an old lady and a baby drowning in a pool. You can only save one. Who do you save and why? The baby. Duh, baby. Oh. The, the old lady's already lived long enough. She's experienced life. She's probably ready to go anyways. All right, Gunner. Myself. I mean, the baby. <laughs> <laughs> so why the baby? Why the baby for you, Gunner? Well, whose baby is it? <laughs> I don't know. Mine? Well, if it was like your kid, yeah, yeah, I'd say the baby. No problem. <laughs> Okay, now what if it's just some, some random person's child and some random person's, like, great-grandmother drowning? Yeah, I mean, that's the, uh, I think, I think you have to save the baby. Simply because the, the old lady, like, expired her, <laughs> expired her use. But for real, she can't even swim, I mean. <laughs> Does the old lady have money? 
That's a good one. That's a good one. Her, her attire while she's drowning matters. <laughs> well, she's wearing Gucci? Okay, well, you know. And she got like pearls in her ears and some like diamonds on her neck, pearls on her neck, bro. Yeah, might be reconsidering. I have a whole sugar moment right there. Yeah, she best die anyway, so. Honestly, bro, you <laughs> saved her life. She owes you, man. Basically, I mean, the way I see it. Uh -huh. I'd probably die. I'd definitely save the baby, though. Like, and it feels weird to put like a. <laughs> it feels weird to say you have to draw a line at a certain age where your life doesn't matter. <laughs> your life doesn't matter after this. After this point, or it doesn't matter as much after this point. So what if? Are they in the same area? Like, what if the the baby is with same the pool. old lady? Same pool. Can you I grab them both? Nope, you only, you only get one. The baby weighs uh -oh. 300 pounds, and so does the grandmother. Oh, dang. You only get <laughs> no one. Wonder, no wonder the mother's not around. You honestly might go down yourself, too, so. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what? what's the fine line we draw on usefulness as far as age goes? I Man, think what, competence. Okay. Ability to swim would be up there. I think if you see an old lady drowning in a pool, can't swim, and you see a baby beside her, it's like, look, you've had so many years to learn how to swim, and you haven't. The baby just got here. So, uh, rip. yeah, honestly, just rip. Hate it for you, but your time's up, lady. Your time is up. She'd probably, especially if she's a Karen, she'd probably start yelling at you for saving the baby. I'd step on her as a stepping stool to get out the pool. <laughs> Come back, comes back, comes back, comes back and haunts you for <laughs> saving the baby. Just laugh at her. Okay. So do y'all believe in right, ghosts? So we talked about aliens. That's exactly what I was about to ask. Do y'all believe in ghosts? <laughs> I believe. Oh in yeah, I do. Something. Believe in some oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. Okay, so do you believe you can go, you can get into a haunted house? Like, do you think there's a true thing as like a haunted house? Oh yeah, I'm not gonna say a haunted house, but I, I, I would say there are evil places. Like New Orleans would probably have a lot of ghosts. Do you think there's like? Okay, not to sound like Zach Bagans, but do you feel like there's like negative energy in places where like bad things took place, and that energy kind of lingers? I think around? there are. I think there are beings in dimensions that we can't see. If that's a spirit, then yeah, I believe in I believe in spirits. But yeah, I do think negative energy can definitely exist. Like, there, you can't tell me there's not something lingering around the Holocaust camps. Bro, there would definitely you know? be some bad vibes there. There's definitely some bad vibes there. Or, like, Chernobyl. Or any any mental hospital before 19, like, 60. Where they just, like, strapped you to an electric chair. And, like, we're going to fry your brain back to where it's supposed to be. Yeah. There's one of those in Amory. You can go tour, and they had they had electric shock therapy. But we should go do it. Do a podcast there. Do a seance. I don't know. Yeah, sit in the chair. Bring out the Ouija board. Have to bring Dom with his holy water. Bro, we could. Bro, he's a local Catholic, so put that thing in a squirt gun, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that squirt gun. It's got rosary beads on it. Be one of, like one of those funny, scary movies. With the paranormal activity stuff, we'll be trying to fight the ghosts and stuff. But that'd be a great podcast episode. Well, we we should just make a mock ghost adventures video. <laughs> just find some abandoned building, start freaking oh, out at nothing. <laughs> oh my god, you hear that? They put some voiceover over the top of it. Oh my god, it just got so cold. It just got so. Did y'all see that? That ball of light. Oh my god, I'm. Well, we got we got to get the speaker box out. You just sound like just white noise. That's all it sounds like, just white noise. What, did you hear that? <laughs> Quiet everybody down to put some voiceover clip over the top of it. <laughs> Pick everybody up, bro. I that would be, be cool. hilarious. 
Zach, you're gonna have to chill out, bro. You bought my elbow and it's annoying as hell. Uh, but we're we're about an hour and twenty minutes in the podcast, so y'all have any closing statements before we get out of here? Next week's episode, weekend Ghostbusters. Stay tuned. Okay, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Rondo, uh, how you feeling about it? Sounds good to me. So weekend, weekend Ghostbusters. Be a new series, weekend Ghostbusting. Don't miss it. So is Guaranteed this, evidence. If we pull up into the ghost domain, do we have to introduce ourselves? What's up, guys? We're here. I think we just got to flex on them. Okay, okay, okay. Hit a mean side chest on some demonic spirit. They wouldn't know what to do, man, honestly. Are you just all mugging the spirit? All right, Tune boys. in next week to see if Dak is a good boy. He won't be. I can guarantee that. And that was this week's edition of the Weekend Warriors podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If you've made it this far, please leave us a rating. Check out our Instagram page at weekend underscore warriors underscore podcast if you like the show. And thanks again for tuning in. We'll be back at you next week.